Welcome to the Brent Gold Podcast with co-host Eric Lawholm. We are building 1 million agents in 100 countries in 10 years. Now, here's your host, Brent Gold. Hi, this is Eric Lawholm. I want to welcome all of you to the Brent Gold Podcast. I'm joined today by another fantastic guest. Today, we're joined by Will Penny. Prior to joining EXP, Will owned his own real estate company for 21 years. Last year, he and his team did nearly 200 uh, real estate transactions. He has over 600 five-star reviews. He's been in EXP for only five months. He has 15 on his front line and 49 in his rev share. Will, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Eric. Appreciate being here. I love Brent, and I'm excited to be on this podcast. Fantastic. Well, why don't we get started with share with us your real estate background prior to joining EXP? Sure. So um, when I was 19 years old, I started, uh, I got my real estate license. And uh, by the time I was at Century 21, by the time I was 24, I made their Century 21. Uh, I got to turn my, sorry about that. Um, by the time I was 24, I sold 60 houses and got their Centurion Award. And uh, my wife and I started our company. She was a realtor. We started our company when I was 31. Um, have a team of four. Uh, I was a solo agent until 2013. I just had a showing agent. Uh, I've Since then, I've built a team of four. Uh, we sell about $40 million worth of real estate a year. We're just south of Cleveland, Ohio. And my whole life's been selling, my whole adult life's been selling houses. So I'm, uh, I've just been grinding for 21 years. Fantastic. Well, let's get into you. Four years, not 21. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into um, you getting involved with EXP. When you were first introduced to EXP, you weren't like immediately, hey, I want to jump on board. So tell us that story. Well, uh, the story is EXP has been in our marketplace since about 2016. And um, I found nothing about it appealing, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was unsustainable. I didn't, stock wasn't appealing to me. Uh, Revenue share wasn't appealing to me. And um, I just didn't see other people like me at EXP. And uh, so, I just plan on having my independent brokerage till I don't know when, but I mean, I had no other backup plan. And then last year, um, I mean, my friend is the funny thing is my top realtor friends and I, we always, and I know I keep in mind, I'm at EXP now. So my mind shifted, but it shifted abruptly. Um, Brent talks about, you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. You can't say the right thing to the wrong person. Well, I was the wrong person for a long time, mainly because I just didn't see anybody else of my caliber in my local market. There were a couple of big agents, but not really. Um, But I got invited to Brent's Build event uh, last July uh, by a friend of mine and my sponsor, Jesse Zagorski. And I went there just to talk about my other social media business with no intention of even thinking about EXP. But by the end of the first day, um, I met Rick Jiha. Uh, he had four, what, nine KW offices. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I met uh, Gene, uh, who owned a, a region. And I, once I, I got to the end of the first day, and I'm like, 
this is not what I thought. I was in my own bubble forever. Yeah. And once I started seeing these like big broker owners and these huge team leaders, by the end of the second day, I was completely in. I mean, like it was very, very fast. My wife picked me up from the airport uh, on the Thursday from Dallas. And um, I said, uh, I got to tell you something. She almost slammed the brakes on thinking I'd like been unfaithful. I'm like, no, no, no. We're just going to EXP. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is hysterical. So I I mean, I told her what I saw and she trusts me. She knows that I don't make, I don't run fast and loose. I'm very conservative. And I just, I realized at the end of the second day that this company, I'm not an early adopter. <laughs> Brent is. Uh, there's lots of other people who are. Um, I'm not. And I just saw how quickly they grew last year. Um, and I'm glad I got in when I did because they were at 64,000 in September and now they're at almost 78. So whether we like it or not, this company is going to be the number one company within two years and agents that are in right now, if they have a friendly personality and they're well-respected, they're going to benefit handsomely by being at EXP. It's as simple as that. There's no other company that offers you anything other than commission checks. And this, they, they make every, they said it before and I didn't believe it. They make everybody an owner and everyone acts like an owner. Everyone works together. They collaborate. They open their book up to you. That one big fire isn't just, uh, it's not just words. Yeah. So prior to going to Dallas, you didn't see it as, you know, an agent like myself, this isn't the company for me. And then when you went to Dallas and you saw some of the incredibly successful people, uh, you mentioned uh, Rick Giha, who I've had on, on the podcast before, and uh, Gene as well. And there's, you know, some massively successful people. Jay Kinder's another one that comes to my mind. And then he said, wow, absolutely. This is a great place for me. So then you, you got involved, you joined EXP, um, but then it, you know, you've built a, a pretty nice team here in organization in only five months. So walk me through when you joined, then what happened? Well, when I joined, I came back Thursday night, filled the application out Friday. I think we had like 28 pending deals. Um, it was a lot easier changing because I had my own company. So I wasn't getting kicked out. No one was shutting off my dot loop. You know, none of the the things you hear about, you know, that, that it happens to some agents when they leave their brokerage. Um, so it was a pretty easy transition for us. My wife left last because she was the broker. Um, but uh, the next day when I came back, I started making calls. I mean, I filled out the application on the Friday. Uh, we moved over, I don't know, a couple of weeks later. Um, my wife stayed there with our closing coordinator until the rest of our deals closed because we needed to have the brokerage still open. But I just started enthusiastically calling up agents I know and saying, hey, you need to look at this. And I just started getting Jesse Zagorski on phone calls with me. Um, that's pretty much, I think third-party validation is huge. Yeah. Uh, and was your mindset immediately, hey, I'm going to build an EXP organization or did you have a different mindset? All I cared about was that I, um, I didn't care about stock. 
I went backwards on the commission split. Everyone I talk to is going forwards on the commission split. Whether they're at Remax or Keller Williams or any other franchise company, they're going to probably do better on the EXP uh, compensation plan. I didn't care about that. I didn't care if I got a dollar in stock. I'd already set myself up really well. What I cared about, my, where I was getting very nervous, I make a high six-figure income, and I was really worried. I'm like, how am I going to stop this? At what point do I just walk away and my income plummets to zero? Um, that's what made, that was the part that was very appealing to me. But for me, a 34-year agent, it was that I can help other agents do better and in turn benefit because of the, the wonderful platform that uh, Glenn Sanford created. Yeah. You know, So the only thing that made my eyes open was the opportunity to help grow EXP in Northeast Ohio and replace my transaction income, uh, which I've gotten used to, and it's quite high, uh, with residual income. And I saw, you know, other, other agents that have done it already and have been here a few years and there, but, you know, it doesn't work for everyone. But if you're a successful realtor and you're already doing well and you're well-respected and people like you, they're, they're going to want you to sponsor them. And agents are coming over to EXP now. It's not like when Brent started or these other agents that, were, that took big risks, not knowing if it was going to fail or not. I mean, now, I mean, there's no way they're going to fail. They're debt-free. They're, they're going to be 100,000 agents by the end of the year. I mean, it's, I don't feel like, I'm, like I've accomplished anything dramatic by joining exp i'm i'm just a regular agent who doesn't like risk and exp doesn't feel risky at all to me now i mean there's no risk at all yeah any skepticism that there was in the past is gone i mean how many agents need to be at this company before people start stop laughing a hundred thousand i mean i mean (laughs) you know what i mean it's the only reason they're still laughing is because these brokers are feeding them propaganda. It's like when you tell your wife not to go to the gym because you, you don't think it's good for her. But reality is you just don't want her to leave you. You know, I mean, it, it, they're, they're just throwing out threats and making up stuff because they know that they're, they don't want their agents to go there. Yeah. But it's a better model. It's a highly efficient, better model. EXP world is, I thought it was a joke, a video game. It isn't. It's, I use it to talk to the broker, go into agent uh, onboarding and support, talk to accounting. There is no quicker way on the planet that you can get customer service outside of EXP world. That's what agents don't realize. It's not a video game. It's you can sit in front of people and get what you need right now because Glenn Sanford created a, a company where there's no fat in the middle. It's 1,300 employees servicing 70-some thousand agents. And they're there around, the, you know, some a couple of departments around the clock. You know, it's it's highly efficient and there's nothing risky at all about this company now. So I'm just I became a cheerleader very quickly once I realized that this is just an eat. You know, it's the best deal in town. If you're a real estate agent that is serious about your business and you want to be able to not have to sell homes forever. This is, it's very time sensitive the next two to three years. Um, And then they're just going to be a huge real estate company, you know, 
But yeah. now, right now, we're witnessing something pretty special. It's the fastest growing real estate co- company ever. Yeah, yeah. Those are some fantastic points. And and you've gotten off to a really great start in five months. You have 15 uh, on your front line and 49 in your revenue share. Um, talk to us a little bit about what are some of the, the tactical things that you do to uh, create those kinds of results? So I call. I would call you up and say, hey, Eric, um, I know you probably saw I went to EXP. Yeah. Hey, man, I know you're not looking to move, but um, I'd hate to see you just listen to the rumors. Would you be willing to at least jump on a call with me and my partner in San Diego and uh, see what it's really about? And then, you know, again, there'll be no pressure. No one's going to ever ask you to leave your company. I'm not going to. He won't. But I think it, you owe it to yourself to at least see what the company's about. Because whether we like it or not, it's EXP is going to be the biggest real estate company in the, in the United States within two years. So you might as well know what's going on from the horse's mouth as opposed to from your broker who doesn't want you to know. Um, so th- that's what I did. I'll send out a text saying, hey, Eric, um, wondering if, I, if we could schedule a, a time and grab lunch. Uh, I know you don't want to leave your company, nor do I, nor will I suggest you do that. But I'd like to go over what, you know, what this what the company's all about, and what we're doing, um, just so that you have the information. Uh, you know, that's pretty much. And then there's some of my closer friends, um, two of my close friends who came over from KW. I pretty much just banged it over their head. I mean, I did all of the things you're not supposed to do with them, but I got away with it because I, they trust me. They know that I'm financially successful and I could get away with it because I was like, listen, Eric. You're a, you're a complete idiot if you don't look at this. So, and they listened to me. And then halfway through the call with Jesse, the one guy, Mark, he just said, yeah, I'm in. Because he saw it for what it was. And he left, checked his ego at the door, you know, let go of all the skepticism based on everything that has been said to us. And, and he transferred his life. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, I mean, I just been, I've been, I, I'm doing a version of what, Brent did. I'm just calling everyone I know. I'm enthusiastic about it. I'm not, I'm a generally boring guy. I don't get excited about a lot of things. This excites me. Yeah. It sounds also like you're doing a really effective job of clearly communicating the benefits. And at the end of the day, no matter what we're selling, no matter what the opportunity is, people buy benefits. People do things for self-serving reasons. And The model is just a better model. And I think the thing that you were communicating that attracted you is there was no exit strategy. It's like you were just going to keep making great money. And then one day you were going to stop and then the money was going to stop. And now you have a way to make great money and also build something. And uh, the model is just is just a better model. Um, I want to ask you a question in a different direction. But before we go there, is there anything else you wanted to share about EXP or building your organization? What I've, um, I talked to Don Yoakum about this last week when we were in Cabo. And um, I had made a decision early on the way I'm going to grow this brand in Northeast Ohio and the way that an agent should grow the brand in any market that they're in where it's a relatively, where EXP hasn't blown up. And there's a lot of markets where they are number one, like the triangle in North Carolina you know, they're number one. Well, they're not here. So I decided to go after uh, middle-aged agents between late 30s and 60 
who would be an equivalent of an icon agent. So about an $8 million agent. They're making $150 plus $1,000 a year. Most of those agents aren't thinking about how they're going to stop. They work well into their 60s or 70s normally. And I call, and if they've got an agent or two on their team, like a small team, then they see the power of duplication and leverage. So it's a much easier conversation to talk about recruiting. Um, you know, Casey Council says, call it what it is, it's recruiting. There's nothing wrong with recruiting. You know, we can call it agent attraction or try to put all these other spins on it to get away from the word that it is. There's nothing wrong, wrong with recruiting. I mean, every company on the planet recruits. So just because EXP uh, allows, you know, empowers their real estate agents to recruit doesn't make them any different or any worse. If anything, it's genius, you know. So uh, I'm going after agents that are icon level and they are in their late 30s to 60. They haven't probably come up with any kind of a plan to not die with a pen in their hand. And and I'm pretty much a cheerleader for for this option to avoid working until your late 60s or 70s selling houses with a little bit of extra work now. But I think that one of the things that kept me away, the easiest thing to do when you want to get agents to come to EXP is talk to young, newer agents who don't sell very many homes and sell them a bag of magic beans about, you know, revenue share and stock. They're not going to enjoy those benefits at all. Um, they're coming in just because they have hopes and dreams. I'm not looking for dreamers. I'm looking for hardworking entrepreneurs who would, who would like to set themselves up so that they could retire and have a better life later on. Um, by attracting the young, newer agents, that stops the experienced people like me from coming. So I decided to, when I noticed how well it had grown in, in the markets where it took off, is that the eight, the, the, the top agents were approached first. They're a much harder sell because they've got more to lose. But if you can, if you can partner with other top agents, if you're able, if you're a top agent yourself, um, then you're, then the other agents follow. Yeah. I, I love how you, you thought this through strategically. You've identified a market as far as agents to go after. And, and the, the conversation is different because when you talk about an, an agent that has um, an agent or two on their team, to your point, they have the mindset of recruiting already because they know the power of it. Um, Simon Sinek, he, his slant <clears throat> on sales training is, is sell to a shared belief system. So you're selling into a shared belief system and you're also, if, if somebody's doing, they're making over a hundred thousand a year as an agent, they're a hard worker. They, they're not afraid of hard work and um, you know, having them come on board and then boom, all of a sudden all that production is going to go into your organization. Um, I love the strategy before we, we run here, something that really impressed me on your website was the number of five-star client reviews that you have. And I would imagine in order to do that, that's an intention and a goal. And you have a strategy of how you do that as an organization. So could you just speak a little bit to um, how do you get the five-star reviews and, and why is that important to you? Social proof in this day and age is incredibly important. Um, 
most of my business comes from referrals from people that we do know, but there's a large sector of the population who pick professionals. Um, they don't ri- rely on personal referrals. They would much rather rely on the power of Google or Zillow or Yelp, right? So I decided about 13 years ago uh, when I started with Zillow uh, to start making reviews important. I, my, my ad rep told me you need to have reviews if you want to get the most money out of your ad spend. So I saw a guy in my market that had 60 reviews. So I figured I needed to get better. So I started inviting uh, or asking past clients to give me a review. But the one thing that I, and I've actually taught classes on this, don't ask for reviews unless you, if, unless you know what you're going to get, because you can't just uh, not answer your phone, only text, take forever to respond, uh, not give good perspective, not give good guidance. You can't, you can't be a, you can't get good reviews without being an excellent realtor. Um, you have to over, you got to kill it with service, communication, be on the money with money, on the money with dates, making sure everybody knows what they're supposed to do. We completely changed our process when we started taking, making reviews important to us. So you need to take a, you need to analyze your process to make sure that when you ask for reviews, you're not going to get something that you weren't hoping for, which is a bad one. So I've got a bad review. It was from 2013, um, but we worked really hard. When we made reviews part of our business, we started doing more business because when you start focusing on reviews, you also focus on the, uh, the service that you deliver because you don't want to get surprised and get a bad review, especially when everyone knows you like reviews. You're pretty much opening yourself up for, uh, for problems if you don't improve the service that you deliver. Yeah, so for all of you listening, Will's making some incredible points here. He said he's he made reviews a part of his business. So it was done with intention. It was a strategy. And then within that, it requires an up-leveling of the culture of customer service, which then creates even more business. So phenomenal. Um, I, I knew you were going to have a brilliant answer on that one. Um, Will, before we conclude our interview here, is there anything else you'd like to share today? No, I... Um... I don't want to sound too enthusiastic because I'm not generally an overly enthusiastic person. I'm just, uh, I, I wish I would have, I guess, no, that's not true. If I would have come over sooner, I wouldn't have seen the value as much. You know, I needed to have as much of my career under my belt to realize that, you know, 34 years in, what's my, what's my game plan to not have to do this for another 34 years. And fortunately, uh, EXP provides a model that because of the way they're structured, you know, they're not like any other real estate company, anyone listening to this, because of the way they're structured, they can afford to make their agents owners in the company and give them stock in the company. They can afford to eliminate having professional recruiters and put the power of recruiting into the hands of their agents and then financially reward them for helping grow the company. It's not magic. They're just able to do it because they are as as Brent would say, they're the Netflix of real estate. They, they're, diff, they're built differently. And that's what allows them to offer us the tools and the benefits that they give us. And um, I, I, plan on, uh, I plan on exploiting those benefits. And I'm, doing every, and I'm, getting, I'm getting in front of my friends who I think could also exploit, exploit those benefits. It's not about me. 
when I'm recruiting agents to EXP. It's about what I, like my friend whose house I'm at right now. Um, you know, I told him, I looked him in the eye. I said, dude, this is, you need to do this for you, not for me. It's not about me. It's about them. Fantastic. Well, a tremendous interview. Loved your shares today. Great value for our listeners. For all of you listening, as I always say, I highly encourage you to listen to this recording on the podcast multiple times to put it into your subconscious mind, all the great ideas that Will shared with us today. I also encourage you to share the podcast with your organization so they can benefit from all the great ideas as well. Well, that's going to wrap up another great edition of the Brent Go podcast. Look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Okay, so here's the deal. We have incredible information video content on my YouTube channel. Go over there and make sure you subscribe. And it's vital that you ring the bell. If you ring that bell every time I put out new content, it's actually going to notify you. And you can get the latest and greatest of what's happening at EXP. Now, don't forget to like me on Facebook. So you can also get that content and then follow me on Instagram. We're hitting everybody high, low, and in between. We're trying to get the information out there so you can build big businesses, revenue share organizations. So go to uh, YouTube right now. Please subscribe and ring that bell. Like me on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. We'll see you out there.